how do you get the most satisfaction? For some career-minded people, it's when they work toward a goal and reach it. The same may apply to you when preparing for your career. In fields like electronics technology, information technology, and drafting and design, you need knowledge and skills to get started. That's why you should call ITT Technical Institute. At ITT Tech, you can develop knowledge and skills to pursue opportunities in a variety of career fields. Call 800-741-5123. ITT Tech's programs are designed to help you develop skills and knowledge to pursue your career interest. Classes and day or evening courses meet just a few days a week, and financial aid's available for those who qualify. So pick up the phone right now and call ITT Tech for more information. Call 800-741-5123. 800-741-5123. That's ITT Tech. 800-741-5123. For important information about these programs, go to programinfo.itt-tech.edu. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Dream Reality New Earth Radio. Reminding you that the choice is yours. I'm Dr. Dream with my co-host, Ilya Nabatovsky. And now, on with the show. Welcome, everyone. This is August the 23rd, 2011, and I am Dr. Dream, and my co-host is here, and... And my name is Ilya Nabutovsky. Yeah. Hello, Ilya. How are you? (laughs) I am amazingly wonderful. It's such an amazing day here on the East Coast. How's it going uh, over there for you, Dr. Dream? Well, Southern California, everything is, of course, beautiful. These are some amazing, incredible, active, slightly chaotic times I'm feeling myself in the midst of, and I am embracing and loving and just absorbing all of it, absolutely all of it. Beautiful. I love it. There's so much happening. Um, We actually had an earthquake here uh, today, and I could just feel Gaia transforming and transmuting all of the energy that doesn't serve her anymore. And I I can just feel the the light and the enlightenment of the whole planet becoming greater and greater. And it's really a blessing uh, to be able to experience that here on the East Coast. I love it because you guys, it's uh, it's not, I mean, were people freaking out? Because that's kind of not the norm, is it? Right. And, yeah, everyone was freaking out. Uh, you know, people were, people didn't know what to say and what to think. Um, you know, I have uh, some relatives working in Manhattan, and all the buildings had to be evacuated uh, because, you know, people didn't know how severe it was going to be. Uh, you know, and not many people are used to experiencing earthquakes here uh, in New York City. 
So it was definitely quite a unique phenomenon, and uh, there was a lot of disturbance. But, you know, for me personally, um, I didn't feel it. Um, but, you know, after I heard about it, I just, you know, was uh, in the stillness, uh, kept the peace, and just remained in that positive frequency and the positive vibration uh, so as to stabilize and help Gaia stabilize her energies so that we could move forward uh, with more grace and ease. Oh, that's something else. I I absolutely love that. You know, out here it's it's um you know, it's uh it it's old hat um uh doing this stuff with the earthquakes and everything. It's like, "Oh, just look, another another trembler, you know, it's felt the plate shift <laughs> kind of thing." Yeah, exactly. You know, in California, it's like, you know, when you have an earthquake, it's like, "Oh, it's, you know, it's just like rain, you know, it's just raining outside. No big deal." But uh, it's a little different out here. Well, you experienced another phenomenon recently. Is that what I mean? We were <laughs> we were talking a little bit before uh, before the broadcast, and um, I just got the initial. Uh, what? Go ahead and tell us, Ilya. What? What? Right. What happened? <laughs> well. Uh, last weekend, uh, this past Saturday, me and some friends decided to drive over to Montauk, Long Island, uh, which is about a two-and-a-half-hour drive. And if you're familiar uh, with Montauk and the Montauk Project, uh, you will know that uh, the Montauk area itself is a power spot. And uh, about 50 or 60 years ago, there was a lot of um, government activity going on and uh, black ops and secret projects and things like that. And so we went out there to do some ceremonies and uh, heal the space and clear the area and, and raise the vibrations, essentially. Um, and, you know, we did that. We had a beautiful ceremony there. And uh, we, we arrived there around 4 p.m. And uh, we stayed there uh, until late in the evening. And when it got dark, um, we were all standing around uh, this beautiful uh, smoky quartz crystal that uh, is located in the center of Montauk. And as we are uh, hanging out over there, we notice that a glowing orange-red ball of light is just rising from the horizon. And we have not seen this before. And so we are all uh, just wondering what it was. And, you know, a few minutes later, another one, and then another one. And at the end of the night, we maybe probably we probably saw about fifteen or twenty of these unidentified glowing red balls just rising out of the horizon, moving in different directions, and then just disappearing. Um, and you know, just seeing and witnessing this has really you know gotten me to a point where you know I don't know what to think, but at the same time, I just feel so blessed to have experienced something as magical and profound that not many people, you know, get to experience. And I truly felt the light uh, emanating from these objects, wherever they are. Um, and I've never had an experience like this. So um, it, was a, it was a really great experience, and I'm really glad that I'm able to share it uh, with you, Dr. Dream, and with everyone else that's listening. Um, it, it truly was magical, and if you are uh, anywhere in the New York area, uh, please do visit Montauk. Um, it's a very powerful spot, and there's a lot of positive energy in there. So that was my experience. 
and um, thank you for allowing me to share that. I love it. You you know they're just waiting to have direct contact with you, Ilya. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Every, every night I have I have visions and signs, and it's just getting more and more intense. And yeah, I am ready. You know, whenever whenever they uh, choose to uh, you know materialize, you know, I'm there. I'm right there with them. So bring it on. Well, I love it. Um, and uh, anyone that knows you knows that um, they are waiting to contact you. And so we'll we'll look for the next report and um, pictures and souvenirs and all sorts of things from your uh, journey through the multi-cosmos. Um, I'm sure we'll be hearing from you soon. <laughs> yeah, sounds good, brother. So um, – I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about um well I'm going to talk about a few things from this past weekend. We had a an amazing experience uh Ilya with uh Neil and of course that's how I met you was through our our mutual friend Neil and Portal to Ascension. And we did a um an evening a cultural healing evening um at the Temple of Visions in downtown Los Angeles on Friday night. And it was bar none, the most diverse group of people that I have presented to, shared energy with in quite a while. And this was to support a community garden that's coming together in East Los Angeles. And um, amazing, amazing experience for all of us there. You know, so often we travel in the circles that, that we normally travel in. And we see the people that are the reflections that we are normally seeing. And, and that night, it was so diverse and families and younger and older and, and, and from all over. And, and it was so beautiful. And I just want to honor Neil and the entire Portal to Ascension crew and team and all those that have come together to support this community garden um, the evening to me was about the energy of being all encompassing and that's that's exactly what it was. Um and so um that was that was truly, truly amazing. And then uh we had another event this weekend uh called Circle of Check at a um beautiful, beautiful multi million dollar mansion in uh Malibu up in the hills on a on the on a top peak overlooking a 180 degree panoramic view that was unbelievable and um it's just not the place to go into all the details on this but um it was a spectacular evening until chaos sort of entered um there was some police things that went on and at the um uh, the, the the party basically the event ended after 12 hours instead of 24, um, and um, later on in the evening, someone who had not been to the event that was headed there, um, a car full of three uh, people in their 20s drove off a 400 foot cliff, and so um, I, I just want to share some of the lessons that that came out of this weekend. Um, for us, um, some of the most amazing, beautiful people in my uh, life experience were there with me, um, including the organizers of the event who I've been involved with uh, for some time and have the, the greatest respect for. Um, it was an un unfortunate series of 
of incidents, but but one of the things that it reminded me um, as it got chaotic with the police and, and all of this, because we were having such a beautiful time, was that um, the the message was clear for me that uh, for in my own experience, it's very important that I find, create, recognize, continue to work with the tools that keep me stable, centered, balanced, and in alignment with who I am, no matter what chaos is going on around me. And and it, it brought to light that we're probably entering a time that it's going to be look as though it's rather chaotic all around us. Earth changes and the energetics and Mayan calendar, planetary alignments, everything. Um and so that was a beautiful a beautiful lesson and then then also that lesson that that shows up for us so many times in our lives as as people transition from what we possibly believe in a sort of short-term perspective that they're leaving us too soon um and it reminds me to really embrace each moment and really share um all the love uh, that we have to share and and take advantage of the time that we have with each other because we never really know um you know it it can be it can be um it can be fleeting and um so I just kind of put that out there. These are great reminders uh for all of us, and then I also want to um just acknowledge and honor the community that's come together in support of um, the organizers of the event, in support of um, the friends and family of Victoria who transitioned. And, um, you know, it's, I see, I see us all coming together outside of tragedy um, but certainly inside of tragedy, it's it's awfully nice to, to watch um, the community support each other. So I just put that out there. Uh, these are valuable lessons. They are for me, and I, I just wanted to, to share those with everyone. Thank you. Uh, just from me personally, um, I honor you for really opening up and sharing those experiences and you know not holding back and just being transparent and open. Because, you know, I truly feel uh, that that's what it's really all about is transparency and uh, just being clear and open with, you know, what's going on within you and with everyone else, too. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, and it, you know, it is. We're all in this together. And and I got to figure anyone who ends up listening to this is, you know, we're resonating at that same level and we're, we're learning these lessons together. And so... Um, you know that is uh that is so key and uh, and here we are so here we are tonight's broadcast is um is a really special one for me i mean, I mean really they all are but um i leave tomorrow morning for burning man um i head up to palo alto and then mendocino and then i go on into burning man on friday night or saturday morning um this is an amazingly special time for so many of us that are that are headed out to this annual event. Uh, normally, I would have not done a broadcast today, but um, this was the the time that worked um, really for tonight's guest. And 
our guest tonight has had a profound impact on on my own life. I I have to say I I lived in Sedona for about nine years, and um, one time I uh, crossed uh, paths with our our guest tonight, and and she assisted me with a with um, a, a homeopathic remedy, and 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 it was all good, and that was pretty pretty much it. But somewhere along the way, and I, I guess it came from from Facebook or where I was going through some stuff and someone recommended that I that I contact her. I said, oh, well, yeah, I remember her from when I was in Sedona. And um, I'm going to share my story a little bit later about uh, about my most recent interactions um, with tonight's guest. But um, before that, I just uh, want to give a little bit more of an introduction. Um, Jonna Shiloh is a... Uh, is certified in classical homeopathy and has been a homeopathic educator for over 25 years in Colorado, India, and Sedona, Arizona. And uh, she's the author of uh, Curing Colic and Lactose Tolerance with Homeopathy and also a book, Homeopathy for Birthing. Um, she is so much more than a classical homeopathic a uh, practitioner um she has an incredible heart she is incredibly knowledgeable and just a very sweet and dear person and i am so thrilled to um not just say that she's you know sort of a distant uh facebook um friend or an acquaintance uh she is a friend of mine and um, that means the world to me. And so I introduce to all of our uh, listeners uh, my dear friend, Jana Shiloh. Jana, are you with us? I am. Thank you so much for that sweet introduction. <laughs> well, I, you know me well enough to know that um, I meant every word of it. And thank you for taking the time to to be on our, our broadcast and to um, to share what to share your story and to share what you do. Um, and I'm particularly um, excited to to share my story because um, I don't always have a firsthand story with with um, the the wonderful beings that, that we get to have on our broadcast. So I, I do have that with you. But before we dive into that, and before we get into all of this fun stuff, you know, I just reading here, 25 years ago... Um, you you become a homeopathic educator. I mean, that's kind of the leading edge of 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 homeopathy. I mean, 25 years ago, people weren't you know, it wasn't so common, was it? No, it wasn't. In fact, um it was at the very early days of what we would call the more recent homeopathic revival in the United States. Um, 30 years ago was when a man by the name of George Fitholkis came across the ocean from Greece to um, to bring that information back to the United States. Homeopathy had almost completely died out, and that's pretty much when I first discovered it. I love it. Now, tell us just a little bit, for, for someone who maybe um, doesn't know, um, just tell us what what this is, classical homeopathy. All right, well... Um, this was actually developed uh, about 200 years ago. It was based on some ancient principles of the Greeks and Romans, and we really suspect it goes way back farther than that. 
but that's where the writings came from. And um, and it it basically embodies uh, quite a whole philosophy. It's a system unto itself, like uh, Chinese medicine is. People often want to know what the difference is between naturopathy and homeopathy, and um, and I basically the difference is naturopaths learn a little bit. Uh, they learn a lot about medicine, medical conditions. They learn uh, some about um, a number of modalities, including homeopathy. And then they choose where they want to specialize. So most naturopaths don't specialize in homeopathy, so they have a little knowledge, but it's not really their forte. There are some who, of course, have gone ahead and become expert homeopaths, too. But the whole concept in homeopathy is actually the direct antithesis to Western medicine. The idea is that instead of telling the body what it needs to do or what it should do, it actually, the principle is actually to stimulate the body, mind, spirit, because it's all one gestalt from our perspective, to stimulate it into healing itself, um, self-correcting the problems that exist. So we, in classical homeopathy, we ask a lot of questions. We look at the physical and emotional and mental levels of the individual, and then we look for one remedy that's a little bit like a key in a lock to unlock the body's own healing mechanism. And and by doing so, we're, we are actually allowing the body to heal itself. So the main principle in homeopathy is like cures like. And what that means is that if somebody, for example, has all the symptoms of what would appear to be poison ivy but isn't poison ivy, like itchy, itchy skin with blisters and, and the itches better with heat and it's worse at night and a whole list of symptomologies that go with it. But perhaps they've never been exposed to poison ivy, but they do have those symptoms that are very similar to poison ivy. We would give a homeopathic remedy that is actually the vibration. It's actually made from the frequency of poison ivy. And it, it reminds the body how it's stuck and stimulates a response, and that's what we're looking for is the response that's a healing response to the condition that exists at the moment. Now, Jana, 25 years ago, you start doing this, okay? This is well before you can walk into, you know, a pharmacy or Whole Foods or your your natural foods market and buy homeopathic remedies. You start doing this. Did What, what did people say to you? I mean, because it must have been, you know, a l- little bit of an oddity. Well, certainly, you know, I was fortunate. I arrived in Boulder in 81, and um, I... I got exposed to homeopathy then. That was at the very, very beginning. And, um, you know, Boulder was a little like Sedona in that way. People were open to alternative things. But in terms of explaining it to the people who are not exposed to a lot of alternative uh, things, sometimes people actually get it and they say, wow, I really understand that. And other times they kind of scratch their heads and, and it's just like too different. Especially when you talk to somebody for an hour and a half and you end up giving them three tiny little sugar pills that are medicated. Um, Often, even at that point, someone will say to me, you mean that's all that I'm going to get? Just that's going to cure me? And I always say, well, first of all, your body is what's going to cure you. 
But second of all, if you imagine what happens when you split an atom, <laughs> you get an atomic bomb. That's all you have to do is split the atom. So all we have to do is give a stimulus to the, I like to call it the energetic matrix or the vital force, and let it take over and do the work. Well, that's excellent. I just love the way you describe things, and um and you you've just been really really good with me. I I, I but before we go into that, I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit. My my mind is kind of all over the place, but um you it it seems with the the first two books you're very focused on um children, right? Right. So tell me where and that and babies. So tell me where that emphasis came from. Why 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 did you choose that as as a, you know, a point of focus? Well, I don't have children, but I certainly have seen a lot of uh, suffering in children and 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 specifically babies at birth because the the lactose intolerance book was really aimed for babies, for infants who have colic and it must have been in my subconscious because my mother told me I had really bad colic. <laughs> so mm. it must have come from from that and how many hours they would walk me and I'd be screaming. So um and and homeopathy really has a lot to offer for infants and, and children. Um everything from colicky babies to um children with A D D or ADHD. Um we really can do a lot to turn a child's life around from suffering to greater ease. Oh, I just think that's great, and I love it that that it you know the the tie-in to your mother telling you that you were very colicky. I I, I think that's great. Um, and uh, so now in your your practice in Sedona, are you still still with an emphasis on the on the babies and children, or has it really uh, broadened and expanded? Yeah, it's broadened a lot. Um, I actually I I do treat some children, but um, most of most of my clientele are women. They seem to be more experiment, willing to experiment, um, more interested in alternative processes. I don't know why, but that's the that's you know what seems to be true for a lot of practitioners who do alternative medicine. So. You know, you can't really, in homeopathy, it's really hard to say that you specialize in anything because we do look at the whole person. And we don't treat disease, we treat people. So if somebody comes in with a particular disease, that's not as important to us as what is going on with the whole person. Uh, maybe even symptoms that look unrelated, um, looking back into past traumas, uh it just it encompasses someone's whole life when they come to me. Really get an understanding of how they're blocked, where they're blocked, so I can match the remedy um, to their life situation. I love that. I love that perspective, and it's so much more just keyed in and, and the, 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 the purity of it, um, you know, just feels feels so much better than than you know um like conventional medicine or anything. Yeah, well in conventional medicine they're really looking at finding all the all the symptoms that 
a particular quote-unquote disease has in common and looking at it from that perspective. And we really look at the unique symptoms of the individual, not so much the um, the common symptoms of a disease. Oh, that's great. Now, you do... Um you uh, work with people in person, uh, and you're based in Sedona. You you also do quite a bit over the phone, don't you? I do, actually. Uh, a lot of people have family out of town, or when I teach, uh, I connect with people out of town, and so they um, they call me. And, and not only, of course, now we have Skype, not just phones. So that's even better to be able to take someone's case over as we say over the over the phone or in with Skype and Skype I can see them and feel them even more. That's great because uh most recently I guess it was what a couple of years ago <clears throat> when I got back in touch with you um I was dealing with um a kidney stone at the time. And uh, we did everything over the phone and through FedEx, and um, and you were a godsend. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and it just really impressed me. I mean, I do I do uh, processes with people over the phone and and this and that, but I'm a little different, and it's talk therapy and sort of energetics, and and so I had no idea that um, you know I could work with a um, homeopathic practitioner over the phone and get some some really amazing results. But now... Well, you know, the, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the the most wonderful thing about this is is that I don't... You know, it's nice sometimes, as I said, to be able... Somebody has a skin eruption to be able to see it up close or something. But the most important thing is to have a total understanding of the individual. And that can be done by phone. I don't have to do an exam. And, of course, most people who come to me have already been to doctors and different practitioners, and um, I'm kind of the last resort, you know, <laughs> because homeopathy is not so well known. But, Jana, what a beautiful role to play where where it's really not just about, oh, you've got an itch and this and that. Well, here, take this, rub this, do whatever – your your focus is really on the person and this this must be you know certainly what i feel from you when i uh introduced you uh at the beginning of the broadcast about your heart and and caring and just you are such a beautiful feeling person and so it's so perfect you know of course that you've found yourself in in this um uh uh practitioner of homeopathy and that that just works so well with with who you are because i've got to believe jonna that i i didn't know you 25 years ago or shall we say like 28 years ago before you got involved in um homeopathy but i've got to believe that you were a very heart-centered person before any of this ever came along came your way well you know i i, I like to say it was a gift for a lot of reasons the way i i grew up and everything um empathy was really key and um so i was happy to find this because it really it allowed me to look at patterns you know we have patterns of symptoms and realize that it it's just 
you know, you look at somebody who's having a problem and you say, well, you know, they're just off balance and need some homeopathic sulfur or homeopathic pulsatilla and they'll be fine. And so it it really engenders a a lot of um, compassion for what people are going through when you can see that their imbalance is, is very typical of a particular homeopathic remedy, for example. That's great. Now, you also, um, I was at your place in Sedona. Was, you know, time gets so strange for me. It was this year. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know it was this year. <laughs> it was the um, beginning of the summer, I think, or spring. And we got to have a little fun. You told me about some of the sprays you make. Mm-hmm. And I have I have three of them here. Two of them are just like over the top. I mean, actually, all three of them are over the top, and um, I've shared them with many people. But but so you t- tell me about that because like you know this is some powerful medicine um, that that you're doing with the sprays. Well, you know, I am so excited about this process because. Given classical homeopathy, you need to have a lot of training to be good, many years of experience, and and there are not a lot of us around, really, relative to everything else. Um, there are some people. There are more people who dabble in it, who are chiropractors or you know naturopaths or whatever. But really, true to tr- traditional classical homeo- homeopaths are are not easy to come by, and so. It started me, I I got started in an interesting way on this path with the sprays and with this new process that I call heart fusion. Um, About 11 years ago, I uh, was doing some research, and we, you know, living in Sedona, it turns out that a pregnant white buffalo arrived up in Flagstaff. People moved in with, with some animals, and one of them was a white buffalo. So I thought how exciting to be able to explore the white buffalo energy and see what gifts it had for us in terms of being a homeopathic remedy. And that meant that I needed to get a hold of some white buffalo milk, I thought, because at that point we were doing a lot of research with milks and homeopathy of different animals. So I went up to Flagstaff and I talked to Jim and Dina, who were the owners of the white buffalo, or caretakers as they would say, and um, asked them if they would save some milk for me when the buffalo baby was born. And, of course, they didn't know me at that point. They looked at me like I was crazy. And they said, lady, these are wild animals, you know. They weigh a ton. (laughs) We don't milk our buffalo. (laughs) So I I was very disappointed. And, um, And they saw my disappointment. So they said, but you know what, we'll... They do shed, and we'll give you some of of this pregnant white buffalo fur. So I said, fine. I was still disappointed, but I tried to not to look that way. <laughs> and um, went ahead, and, you know, they gave me some of the fur, and I was holding it in my hand. And I noticed that my hand started really heating up and pulsating, which was very unusual. So when I got back here, I decided to have it made up as a remedy, even though it wasn't the milk, it was the fur, and see what it would create, thereby knowing what it would cure. So I sent it off to a homeopathic pharmacy, and I have to—I want to just say here that we have a few in this country 
Um, only a few American ones left. Most of the European companies have taken over the other ones. And I sent it to one place where they will make up, a, for a fee, of course, they'll make up a, a remedy for you from a substance. So they made it up and they sent it back. And at that point, it was a time in my life that I was going through. I had gone through a divorce, which had been, um, even though my I knew and my higher self knew it was the best thing for me, it was extremely painful. And I had gotten out of the worst of the grief with it, with homeopathic remedies, actually very effective for grief. But I hadn't quite moved into a place of joy yet. So this this remedy arrives, and in the evening I sat down with a friend, and we decided to take it and really observe, do a meditation with it, and really observe what it was, what we felt with one dose anyway, uh, it was doing to our bodies. Usually we have people take numerous doses and and keep notes of exactly what's happening, and that's how we get the information for what how light cures like. So. We took this remedy, and it was totally amazing. It just opened our hearts, and we felt energy in the room, and uh, just it just transformed us in a very powerful way. And it mm-hmm. surprised me because I was I was looking for what we would call symptoms, you know, negative quote unquote negative symptoms, painful symptoms. And instead, um, we had this amazing experience with it. So I started sharing it with other people, uh, thinking, well, you know, somebody's going to get some symptoms with this. <laughs> but over and over again, uh, after a while, I did it with groups and meditation and wouldn't tell people what it was at first. But over and over again, people had this experience of sacredness, of expansion, of joy, um, just a profound feeling with it. And And so that got me on the path of starting to think that using the process of making a a remedy, which is a very specific process, could actually open up consciousness, could be used for that, not just the like cures like purpose. And that was the beginning. And and for quite a long time, I uh, experimented with the white buffalo with, with many groups and many people and then discovered that um, that there was a lot of healing, that it had an affinity to pain in the extremities, in the hands, in the feet. Um, it was it was actually it did have healing qualities for that, but for consciousness, it had a very very powerful effect as well. So then the universe started bringing me other other things <laughs> to make remedies from. <laughs> the energy of and uh, one of them was a very powerful um, crystal skull and another one was a a powerful crystal sphere which had been found underwater near Atlantis what looks like Atlantis near Bimini Um, just a number of of things that I was able I learned uh, different ways of capturing the energy and 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 was guided by spirit and, and how to do that with different different things which were very substantial things out there and uh, experimented with people and found that they could feel that too and it seemed like a wonderful tool 
for for this life right now of chaos and confusion where sometimes we don't have the hours to put into meditation that we once had the luxury of because this would instantaneously put you into different states of meditation and then you could go from there. So that was the beginning of this whole process. And then I learned, and that's this next phase, that you could also capture energy from individuals and from um, from energies that uh, we can even call in in a powerful way. And, of course, if it would be a negative energy, it would work more like like cures like. But in this particular case, it seems that harmonious frequencies are just allowed into the energetic field and allowed to vibrate and amplify that field of any individual that uses it. So that's a long story. (laughs) Powerful. Very, very powerful. Now, I made a suggestion to to someone that that I know has... um, uh, utilized your services in the past and it's also a friend of mine from Sedona and I think she is here waiting to get on. Let's uh let's see if this is and then we'll come back to the heart fusion, okay? All right. Let's see. Dana, are you with us? Yes I am. How are you? Oh my gosh. Dana Kavanaugh from <laughs> Sedona, Arizona or the surrounding area at this point. Long-time friend of mine, um, one of the first people I met when I got to Sedona in 1999, and um, I haven't spoken to you in years. We've connected in the last couple of months on on Facebook, and here it is. I'm hearing your voice. Oh, it's so nice to hear your voice. Very now, nice to hear both of your voices. <laughs> I love this. Now, you and I share a deep respect for Jana Shiloh and I only know this because I've been watching the you know the magic of Facebook you get to see how dots are connected and everything and I've been watching and I I it it I became aware of the fact that that um Jana Jana has played a role in um in the in your journey with you and the kids and so I just wanted you to be on because I think nothing um nothing's as good as you know, those of us that have had a direct experience with someone to just kind of say, hey, you know, here's how this person has helped me and here's the difference it's made and stuff like that. And so that's why I've asked for you to be here. I'm not wanting to put you on the spot or anything like that, but (laughs) I would just love for you to share a little bit about, um, you know, some of the things that Jana has helped with and, um, and and just kind of share with us a little bit, so so our listeners can get an even better feel for um, for what what all the offerings are and how it all works. Absolutely, Mark. It's my pleasure. Jonna has touched my life in so many ways. I I met Jonna probably 19 years ago. I was a young new mother. I think I was 24. Don't do the math. Um, <laughs> And uh, my daughter was very sick with croup, lots of ear infections, and trying to do the traditional, um, you know, antibiotics. And I just, it just wasn't feeling good to me. Nothing was working. And and I somehow stumbled across Jana. I can't even remember how I found her. I think it was a friend, uh, Diane. Um, and uh, 
anyway, I went and saw her, and sure enough, uh, she helped cure my baby. And, and I almost lost her. Um, you know, she was, I think, two at the time, and we had to rush her to the hospital. I mean, it was very serious. And um, I just thought it was miraculous that this woman could, you know, just talk to me and ask me how she slept and what her habits were and what she liked to eat and all these random questions. I had no idea what homeopathy was. It was all new to me. And she cured my baby. And I just, you know, ever since then I have just had the highest regard for her. Um, We can go months or even a couple years without talking, but if I have an issue or uh, anything, I can call her up and sit down with her, and and she's right there, and she's always so present and so helpful and loving. And um, I'm very excited about this new book she wrote, and our my. My children and I are actually going to be sitting down with her hopefully next week. Um, my daughter is now in college. She's 20 years old. And um, <laughs> she's going to be on a Skype call with Jonna next week, myself and Regan. And um, we're going to get to do this little water remedy treatment that she's talking about. So, you know, she's been with me my whole my whole motherhood. <laughs> so... I can't I can't recommend her more. You know, I just love this because I had no idea of the details of this story. I just had a feeling that <laughs> there was a story here and so I'm sitting here like just with the biggest smile ear to ear um which happened as soon as I heard your voice but it got even bigger um hearing this story, this wonderful amazing story, knowing what it's like to be a parent. Um, you know, and and as of yet, I understand that God and the universe are still not handing out um, manuals to parents yet. Uh, no. And so you're just out there at times feeling very much like you're on your own. And the fact that that's how you met Jana and and the the seriousness at that time of the situation and everything, I just um, I'm so thrilled that that you made the time to to come on to the broadcast tonight, Dana, and, and share that story because uh, it, 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 these are the stories that, that, that make the difference when, when we're learning about people and, and what they've done and, 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 and how they've touched people in their communities and, and beyond. So I thank you so much for, for doing this, and I know you've got a, a busy project going on right now, and, and that's even all the more reason, uh, you know, that uh, – that it's very special that you you took the time, but based on the story um, and how you feel about Jana and everything, of course you would take the time uh, to be here and share that. So, Dana, I just I I want to thank you. I hope you'll listen to the rest of the broadcast, if not um, live on the recording. But uh, thank you so much for um, for sharing the story with us. Absolutely, and I love you both. You guys take care. Okay, thank love you. you. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. That was so cool. <laughs> it was cool, very cool. <laughs> we Ilya, that was a new one. We we haven't done, you know, like the call in, share a story about our guest thing. I'm I love this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we've, we've never had uh anyone call in and you know, kind of pop in, pop out. This is becoming more and more interactive each time. <laughs> and I love it. And and Jonna, it it um 
I know that Dana wasn't listening to the beginning of the call um, because I could see here when when she called in for us, mm-hmm. and um, just to hear her echoing um, many of the things that I had said about you and your your loving disposition and everything else. Um, I imagine if we lined up 25 people that know you and said, you know, give us one minute of of you know your feeling about Jana that the word loving, caring. Um, attention, um, uh, empathy would would all be in there for for all twenty five people, and so um, that was that was just that was awesome. I I love how these things work, and it's live, and it worked. <laughs> you do a great job. Too. That's even more cool. So we were talking about um, the heart fusion technique. Right. Now, when I was in. Um, uh, Sedona earlier this year, I saw you at um, at a health food store in Cottonwood, which I normally never would have gone to, and you weren't planning on going there that day. Right. And you walked right by me because you hadn't seen me in years and years, and I'm like, oh my god, that's that's Jana. And and I went up to you and we started talking and and it was great. And you invited me over later. I want to tell people that the three sprays that you mentioned, the white buffalo the crystal skull and the crystal sphere um i believe i have each of those those are the three that i got mm-hmm. amazing i have loved it i have my own stories um about those and um and it's 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 just been great and you told me about your book and i have to tell you i was really fascinated with this this heart fusion technique and and what you said little did i know i would be in need of this particular technique not so long after that. But um, explain then a little bit, um, you know, so so now we know there's your um, uh, the classical, uh, certified in classical homeopathy, but now through your experience and through your experimenting and your intuition and your feeling your way through it, you develop this whole separate technique that's called heart fusion technique, right? That's right. That's right. And and you know what I love about this is that once someone learns this method and they can do it through the book or they can um, experience it with me guiding them through it or in a workshop, um, they can, people can do this for themselves. And, you know, we don't know what's coming. There are all kinds of earth changes and all kinds of surprises, some of them good, some of them challenging. But, um, no matter what's happening, if someone knows this method and has water available and has a container available, they can make a remedy that will help them come back into balance and stay balanced, no matter what. Well, I just, I love this. And I love that, I, you know, I'm all about, you know, let's keep it simple, people. Um you know, I've said this all along. Don't tell me I've got to go live in a cave in the Himalayas, you know, <laughs> taking a breath a month, learning about how it all works. You know, that just doesn't really fit my, you know, my whole life at the moment. And so I like these things that are easy. And so I, I want I want to take this segue into uh, my experience with heart fusion technique. Uh, so I went through, you know, uh uh, reconnected with Jana, um, learned about uh, the book and, and heard about the technique. Um, and uh, you and I have 
spoken about doing some different events together and some things like that. I believe we'll be introducing a webinar on the heart fusion technique uh, sometime probably uh, toward the end of September, possibly the beginning of October. So I'm so I've, I've just been really excited about this reconnection with you and what you do and specifically this heart fusion technique because anyone can do it. And and when you shared with me about the technique, you shared with me some of the um, results that your clients have uh, gotten. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And so I don't know what it was. It must have been, I don't know, a couple of months later, uh, something happened to me. And uh, I was feeling a kidney stone coming on. And not just coming on, I could point to you, I could point on my body exactly where the kidney stone was. And the reason that I could do this is that um, two years ago uh, in a, um, what was it? It was in a 20-month period of time, I had 11 kidney stones, 11 kidney stones in 20 months. That's basically... Uh, one every couple of months or something like that. And it was um, it was very painful for me. Now, I was going through a lot in my life. I was uh, in a marriage that um, was out of balance and not in alignment. Um, I had stopped doing the work as Dr. Dream. And basically, I had turned my back on my path, um, thrown myself in relationship to help me be very distracted from my true path, and ended up getting very sick. Uh, and toward the um, the end of that, I did get a, a remedy uh, from you. But um, so so when this happened, you know, uh, this was just a couple of months ago. I can feel this kidney stone. I know exactly where it is. I have a phone call with you because as circumstances would have it, you happen to be coming to Southern California, not quite to my area, but a couple hours from me to Ojai. So we have a conversation, and um, you say, well, let's let's go through this process of the heart fusion technique, and um, this, this is going to work. And so over the phone, and I am not very pleased because my past kidney stones have been very painful, and I know this one right where it is, and it's it's coming on strong, and I'm just like, this is, this is crazy stuff again, I... I thought this was all done. I thought I'd made the changes, the shifts in my life, that I wasn't going to have a kidney stone again. And you took me through this process. And um, it was emotional for me to go through it because um, what I needed to do was to connect with what these kidney stones were. And I had uh, done some research already before you and I spoke about the mind-body connection of kidney stones and what I found, and I'll read it directly because I found that webpage again uh, before tonight's broadcast, and it says, uh, kidney stones, what is the mind-body connection? You have let your frustration with your relationship fester to the point where they have become solid, uh, solidified inside you. You need to find a constructive outlet for this frustration and resolve your issue with this relationship. Okay, so at that moment that I read it, I was like, wow, this happened in my last uh, major relationship. Um, and I, you know, didn't really address it as that it was a relationship thing or frustration in my relationship. 
Um, obviously, it makes sense because um, that that marriage um, ended uh, with divorce, and um, so all of a sudden I was like, "Wow, I'm I'm back in a really beautiful relationship, but it is bringing up all my stuff, and I must be inside myself experiencing this inner frustration that I don't know what to do with." And this isn't where I want to be right now. And you took me through this process. We made the imprinted water. I did it as a dropper and um, as a spray. And using it for the next two or three days, the kidney stone went away. It never showed up. Now, here's why this is amazing. I knew the kidney stone was there. I could point to where it was going through my you know, track. And I bypassed it. I had 11 times that I couldn't bypass a kidney stone and ended up in an emergency room three of those times. And with you, in a process you took me through over the phone in a half hour or something, um, shifted all of that. And so I'm so thrilled to be able to share, you know, my story and not hold back any of it, you know, because this is... This is real, and what you did, I mean, I'm still, as I'm sitting here talking about it, I'm, I'm, I'm still sort of in, even though I know this is how things work, I'm still in disbelief that, that this is how it happened, that, that, that you were able to take me through a, you know, teaching me a technique over the phone when I'm incredibly uncomfortable. I remember it was 11 o'clock at night. You were tired. You've been traveling all day. And here you are taking your time, first of all, which stands out again as the caring person you are, but then teaching me something that I could do right there. And my kidney stone went away, dissolved. It didn't need to be there anymore. The kidney stone was the messenger of what needed to be looked at in my life. And your process, your technique, allowed me to learn what the message was. When you know what the message is and you're dealing with it, more times than not, the messenger can go away. But it was that the tipping point was the drops and just spraying around my auric field and everything. And so I just um, I can't thank you enough because, you know, in that moment the thought was, great, well, I can't be in relationship with this person anymore because I don't know how to deal with it and I'm just going to end up with kidney stones again and that pain is way too intense. Now, I will tell you this was two or three months ago and my relationship with this person is as strong and as solid as my most incredible dreams of a a partner relationship could be. And um, I really have you to thank for that. Because, to thank for that, because honestly, honestly, in that moment, in the recesses of my mind, it was like I can't deal with relationships. Obviously, they don't work for me, and and I just need to get out of this relationship because I never want to have another kidney stone. And so, um, the impact you've had on my life and my happiness. And everything else, you know, is so very clear. And so I thank you for that. Oh, you're, it's actually, it, it, it just gives me goosebumps. It makes me so happy to, um, you know, to, to see these results. And um, going back, you know, the, the issues 
that you were dealing with in the relationship, these issues get imprinted in us when we're very young. And most, I'm sure your listeners are aware of Dr. Emoto and how he actually proved through water crystals that every thought, every feeling is imprinted and can be imprinted into water. What um, our bodies are made is 70% water. So the traumas and the challenges of our early lives um, stay with us because they do get imprinted in. And it's helpful to understand, but, you know, I have to say for myself that after, you know, having been when I was younger in therapy and and, and different kind of therapies that I did try to resolve some of my childhood issues, I got to understand them really well, but they didn't, it didn't transform them. And so this process is really a way of using homeopathic principles and water, which is we use water in homeopathy, um, to capture and transmute our, our childhood traumas and issues so that we stimulate the response, the self-regulatory response in our own energetic field and our own bodies and and teach our our cells, our very cells, that there's another way to go. There's another, you don't have to, A doesn't have to lead us to B and C. A can lead us to X and Y. Um, so it's like a reprogramming of the whole body. And it's so simple in that, as I said, all people need is a good container and some water. It's just, it's... This is so, it is so cutting edge, so leading edge, what you're doing. And, and, and I say that because it empowers us. It empowers the individual to, 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 to take control, to, to learn exactly what's going on, and then to, to have a technique to, to transmute it. And that is, you know, you said these changing times and, and, and uh, you know, I alluded to it at the beginning of the broadcast, who knows, you know, how much more chaotic it's going to appear outside of us in our outer experience mm-hmm. of reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am so grateful to have this simple and yet highly effective technique to to be able to work with and and you know I mean this was a late night thing I did with you I can't wait for the webinar and for what you're going to be doing um, you know in person uh, because the, people need this and again it's not this is it it's not rocket science I mean anybody can, I did it anybody can do this you know I mean it's 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 that simple people it doesn't take you know you don't have to be specialized in anything. You listen, you connect inside, you go and, and, and work the technique the exact way it's supposed to be done, and, and it works. Jana, I want to hear some other stories. Can, can you do that? Can you share some other stories oh, sure, about some other sure. people that have come to you? Um, one, one of the early ones was um, a woman that I've known for a lot of years who had a 12-year-old daughter, and the daughter was experiencing panic attacks. And it wasn't really clear. There was some some story of why she might have been experiencing them but they were she wasn't sure herself at least that's what she's told us 
Um, and these would come on three or four times a week. She would go into this panic attack. She would become very restless with her body. Uh, and then she would start to hyperventilate. And when that ended, she would go into severe nausea. So I knew that I could probably find a you know homeopathic remedy for her, a more standard remedy, but I wanted to try this and also teach her so she could know how to do this process herself in the future for anything else. So we sat down and we went through this process and um and and we end up with with a spray in water, and she sprayed herself and you know said she described how she was feeling, that it felt good. I didn't know what was going to happen in the long run. This was in the very early days. She went home, and I got a call a couple weeks later from her mom who said, you know, three times anxiety attacks tried to start with her, and she would spray herself and dissolve. They would just dissolve. And she said she hasn't had another one. Now, we're talking almost two years ago and she still hasn't had any more panic attacks. Powerful. So that was, you know, that was incredibly wonderful. And that was one of the early ones. There there was another um time and I have to say that, you know, classical homeopathy, we have a choice of 3500 remedies and counting. And um I like to be right the first time, but I certainly can't guarantee it. I do my best. With um, with this process, I can guarantee it because I've I've never seen it fail for anyone who can get in touch with a particular emotion, and and that's what I do in the process. I lead people into a core issue because you really want to get to the deepest issue that has the tendrils that runs through that run through your whole life. So that was one. There was another woman who came to me who's from India. And uh, she was the 10th child in an Indian household that they weren't poor, but, you know, she was a girl. <laughs> and they're not they're not welcomed as much as boys in India. Anyway, she was forced into an arranged marriage and um, went through a number of traumas over there. Now she lives here in, in Sedona. And so we went ahead and we did this process with her. And we, the imprint had to do with terror and fear. When we finished with it, and she went into the meditation and she felt the transformation in the moment, that's the beauty of it, is it, it is so instantaneous. You feel a shift immediately. She felt this transformation, and when she opened her eyes, she said, you know, Jonna, I can't, tell you how I feel right now because I've never felt like this before. I've always lived with this sense of fear and terror in my life. So she was really happy and she went off and called me about a week later to tell me how well she was doing and also to tell me the story. She has a cat, very loving, big old affectionate cat, who suddenly just went nuts in the house with with fear. And the only thing she could figure was maybe there was a mountain lion outside, because we do have them occasionally here, or a bobcat. Anyway, the cat was running through the house just in, in sheer terror and got under her couch, and she didn't know what to do with him because he was so so freaked out. 
And then she remembered she had this spray she'd made for herself from fear and terror. So she went and got it, and she sprayed her cat. Now, anybody who has ever had a cat know they don't like to be sprayed. (laughs) (laughs) But she sprayed this cat with her remedy, and it immediately calmed down and came out from under the couch and sat in her lap and started purring. So this was just an amazing confirmation that this works on animals as well. Um, certainly this animal had no idea what she was being sprayed with. with. (laughs) Oh, that's great. So that was, that was another story. But, you know, over and over again, people have profound, um, ahas very often in this process, really having that understanding about it. But the spray itself starts to unravel what you know what's what's happening in the body which translates as the imprint we have a story in our mind but this is you know this is the imprint that has stayed with us from the time we were very young hmm. um i uh love the stories that that you uh talk about john now um I want to, uh, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, being on the leading edge, and I'm on your website, and um, I see that you talk about this uh, super antioxidant, and uh, you you say that it's the Flanagan enhanced silica hydrate. Now, how does how does that relate to the sprays? Well, it doesn't. You know, it's another aspect. I also um, have collected over the years some some products that are unique and um, have made a difference in my life. And so I also have those on the website, you know, if people want to order them uh, as well, because I think they really can help support our bodies. But um, but my main work is really with the with the energy, the energetics of it all. So, are there uh, examples of where the uh, the sprays could not uh, assist the individual with their uh, issue, or um, it's a bar none? You know, it always uh, had a positive effect on the on the person. Well, there's there's one actually recently of um, of a man that. Um, was having severe, severe stomach pains, and I tried some remedies and nothing was really helping him, some standard homeopathic remedies, and we decided to do this process, and he actually got in touch with, um, he had been in Vietnam, and he got in touch with a very, very painful uh, situation trying to save another soldier who died in his arms. And he, when he told me this story, he also started feeling the stomach pains. So I, I really felt like we were onto it. We made a remedy from um, from that frequency, and at first it helped him, and then it stopped helping him. We couldn't figure out what was happening. He ended up going to the hospital, and he found out he had um, a tumor blocking his uh, his bile duct in his liver. That he had cancer. So that was a situation where, you know, it was like there was something really mechanical going on there. And in that situation, for whatever reason, we, we weren't able to make a, a shift um, in the physical 
body that way. But on the other hand, and, the, and of course this wasn't as serious a condition as, um, as this kind of tissue pathology there, but um, I had very bad sciatic problem. And it's something I've treated myself for over the years. Every few years it would flare up. I would take a remedy. It would go away. I was fine. And then um, about a year and a half ago, it flared up, and it wouldn't go away. And everything I tried didn't work. And, you know, I know all these healers in Sedona, and I got Rolf, and I got, you know, triggered, and I got everything you can think of. <laughs> Nothing was working for this back. And, and it was pretty severe pain. And finally, one day, you know, the universe sometimes can be pretty, um, pretty, what's the word, <laughs> insistent on what you need to find through a situation. And so one day I got this idea and I said, okay, uh, I'm going to take uh, the remedy that I've made for my core issue and I'm going to make it a lot stronger. And I do teach people how to do this. And I did. And I sprayed it on my back and the pain disappeared. And it just was gone. So, and this was after I'd been told there was disc involvement. There were, you know, serious things going on back there. So that was an example where it, it worked very well on a physical condition, as it did with Dr. Dream. <laughs> does, does the pain uh, ever come back um, based on, you know, the person hasn't dealt with the core issue? Well, this you know, it is dealing with the core issue with the spray. And so there are times when we get more deeply triggered. I mean, I think this is something people need, you know, to use on a regular basis because these, while we get absolutely get instantaneous shifts with this, I believe, you know, core issues go very deep. And so I really encourage people to use it every day, even even at, especially at the beginning, when even if they think they don't need it, and keep working with it so the unraveling can keep, and the reinforcement can keep going on in their bodies and their spirits. And then, you know, when they're doing really well, then they can um, kind of, you know, let off from it and not use it as often. But they know at a certain point, you know, when they need it and when they don't. And um, and sometimes people say, well, I use it a few times and I, f I feel like it's done. Well, that's good. I'm always a little suspicious about that, <laughs> but it can it could be that there's another issue that's a deeper, more core issue that um, we haven't gotten to yet, and that's really why they feel like they're complete with that particular, because we're not perfect, you know. Um, <laughs> Bach wrote in his book, um, Illusions, this is how we know whether we're finished with our work on this planet or not. If we're breathing, we're not. <laughs> I think it's a process. <laughs> Dr. Dream but, but laughs as she takes know. another breath. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I think if we realize that, that some of these core issues have very deep tendrils into our lives, that um, the good thing about this process is it brings a consciousness and an awareness to that core issue. And... Um, and then it gives you a tool that you have really forever to be able to deal with that or something else that comes along, especially if we're in a situation where, you know, people in the earthquake zone, bad earthquake zone, they don't 
They don't have access to drugs. They don't have access to alcohol. They don't have access to their prescription drugs. There's a lot of things that they don't suddenly have access to that, that, that we're all used to using in one form or another. And this is a way to deal with that, both in emergencies and um, in our everyday life. I just I, I I just can't get over um you know how wonderful this is and you know what what goes through my mind as as I'm listening to you and everything is you know what can we do to really get this out there to people I mean this is so easy all someone needs to do is to pick up your book and I mean that's right Jonna isn't it that if they pick up the the your 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 recent book um they're going to be able to do this yeah, everything's in there. You know, what's what's not in there, which helps some people, but some people don't need it, is the, you know, the specific um, being able to uncover your core issue. I mean, it's the information is in there, but sometimes it helps. It's kind of like self-hypnosis can work, but sometimes it's good to have somebody out there doing it with you. So that's the only, you know, that's the main thing that um, that's a little different about having personal contact um and doing a private session or doing a workshop. But aside from that, the information is there. And I, I just, it. you know, I, I just I want to get it out to everybody. I mean, the people in Japan right now could be using it. Um, you know, there's a lot of places where, of trauma and, and, and difficulty where people could be doing this themselves. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here in Southern California. I mean, <laughs> you know, not even in a particular trauma zone or anything. And and it, I mean, it it truly is for everybody. I don't know anybody who's not going through their stuff, particularly in this mm-hmm. last month, um, mm-hmm. and this particular Mercury in retrograde. And I am telling you that this is an incredible tool for all of our like personal evolutionary toolboxes. And so, you know, that's why it was so important for me to to have you on this broadcast tonight. And I've got to tell you, if I wasn't leaving for Burning Man um, tonight or in the morning, and then I've got a, I'm speaking in Seattle, uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit, um, you know, we'd be doing something sooner. But as soon as I get um, out of Burning Man um, and get back settled, uh, you know, I, I want to see about bringing you out to Southern California and and doing some in person uh workshops to to show us how to do this and um i think the the online webinars um where anyone anywhere um can participate i just uh you know it's it is so important and it's not you know there's a lot of stuff out there and i i see it all the time being you know shoulder and shoulder with all these other personal development people and everything else where once they get their first dollar from you, all they want to do, and I watch this from some of the biggest names, and and it has had me turn my back and really reevaluate who I am and how I want to present myself, but once they get your first dollar, all they want to do is keep dipping back into your your wallet, and that's not what this is about, and that is... The aspect of this that is empowering the individual. And my goodness, here it is, August, the end of August 2011. It's about time that, you know, we step up and do what we do to empower the individual. And, Jonna Shiloh, that is exactly what you are doing. And I just, 
I'm honored to know you. I'm I'm blessed to have had the experience with your technique that I have had, and um, you know, from from me, from Doctor Dream, from from you know, <laughs> my heart to everyone who's listening to this. This is really something that I so highly recommend. Um, and I, I I thought it was great when I didn't have a first-hand experience with it. Well, you know, I went over the deep end after I had my first-hand experience. And so that's valuable. Now, um, Jenna, we're, we're kind of nearing uh, the close of the show. So I, I want to know, um, how do people get in touch with you? How do All they right. find well, you? Well, there's a few ways. One of them is my uh, website, which is healthraise, that's an R-A-Y-S, healthraise.com. They can contact me at jana, J-A-N-A, at, at healthraise.com. Or they can call me at 888-282-9362. And um, right now we're on Pacific uh, daylight time. <laughs> so nobody from the East Coast call me at um, 6 in the morning, please, my time. <laughs> <laughs> but the name of the book is Heart Fusion, The Magic of Imprinting Water, and uh, Secrets to Making Your Own Healing Remedies. And uh, it's available. It's available on Amazon. Um, if you want to order from my site, then I also send you a sample of the white buffalo. As a thank you. Of the spray, right? Of the um, well, you know what I'm sending because it didn't turn out there was anything that seemed safe to send. The, the size of the of the box oh. that the post office had shrunk, so it doesn't. My book doesn't fit in it, but I do send um, some homeopathic pellets that you can put into water and then um, use the white buffalo. So that. Nice. Um, it, that's a, a gift if you if you choose to order from my website. You can also get it through um, Kindle and you know some of the other ebook venues. And you'll sign it also, right? If it comes and I will sign it exactly when I send <laughs> it out. I sign it personally. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, Okay, this is this is great. And um so the book is available all over the place. The obvious answer is to order it direct from you, get the um the the white buffalo pellets. You know, I have to tell you the story. The the white buffalo, Jim and Dina, I did their first website photography. Oh wow, that was you. Their website hung out out there, got to know them, uh you know, the whole thing. And so um, again, just beautiful synchronicity. Hearing the story about the white buffalo and you, I'm like, you know, life is <laughs> life is beautiful. You, when you stand back far enough and you look at the picture of what your, you know, your individual life is about, or I'll just say from my perspective, but what my individual life is about, and I see the the Jana Shilos and the Jim and Dina with the white buffalo and and Ilya Nabatovsky and and Portal to Ascension and Neil and 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 all these incredible beings in this portrait of what my life is it's, it's just juicy and I love it <laughs> I love the the web you know the 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 Karas, as someone once called it um of uh, how we interweave with each other it's pretty special it it certainly is really really beautiful. Well, Jana, I want to thank you for being on the broadcast with us tonight, um, sharing your energy, sharing your story, 
uh, I want to thank Dana Kavanaugh for for jumping on and 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 sharing her story. Um, I want to thank uh, Dr. Dream <laughs> for sharing his story, and it's just um, I'm really thrilled. We will um, we'll make sure to get links out uh, for this recording, so so more and more people can listen to this and and learn about this. And then you know you and I are going to be on the front line because what you're doing is is changing lives, is is assisting people in the transformation and transmutation of who they are and and taking them into who they came here to become. And that is the most valuable work that any of us can be doing right now on this planet. And and you inspire me, and um, thank you. No, you're welcome. I'm so happy to have been able to share this time with you. It's just been great. Um, I do want to go over just a couple things real quick before uh, before we end tonight because there's some really exciting things going on. Now, today is Tuesday, the 23rd of August. On Thursday, the 25th of August, we will have our second broadcast of Dream Reality New Earth Radio in the same week. Okay, This is unheard of for us. And you might say, gee, Dr. Dream, what's going on with this? Well, I will tell you what's going on with this, and that is that there is a man in Seattle, Washington, and his name is Eric Lawyer. He is um, a man of many talents. Uh, He's a firefighter, um, and he, along with so many of us, was deeply touched by the events of 9-11. This year on 9-11 is the 10th anniversary of uh, of the, the... tragedy that that occurred here here in our country and and touched us all um in so many ways and Eric Lawyer has stepped up he's doing a 3-day event called One the Event in Seattle and then there are offshoot events all over the world and this it the sole purpose of this event is to focus our love and forgiveness on the date of 9/11 to transform and transmutate that date in in the collective consciousness. I will be headed um, up to Seattle uh, to speak at that conference right after Burning Man. It's the weekend after Labor Day, the weekend after Burning Man. And so um, because I wouldn't have any other time to, to interview Eric, we are doing a special broadcast on this Thursday at 3 o'clock Pacific Time, and it's just going to be a half hour. You can imagine how swamped he is, um, you know, doing this effort to, to gather three million people to focus their love and forgiveness on 9-11. Um, but this is going to be a very special and very exciting um, and inspiring broadcast. And this is this coming Thursday, the 25th of August, at 3 o'clock. Now, um Burning Man starts officially a week from yesterday. Um, I will be headed out to Burning Man, um, be on the playa at Burning Man on Saturday. And we have the Dream Dome. We're located, our address is 510 and Esplanade. We will be doing uh, workshops, um, experiential uh, uh 
ceremonies and 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 just really working with these energies and and what we know works and and what we can co-create together if you're going to be a burning man please come out and join us um because this is truly the next step uh and then of course again uh take a look at the site um one the event it's o n e the event uh, dot org and uh, get all the information and and possibly if this has struck a chord with you offer to do you know a open to the public experience of of this sharing of love and forgiveness on 9/11 in your own community this is an opportunity for us to stand up to get away from all the other stuff about 9/11 who did it? Who didn't do it? This, that, and the other. To just cut through all of that BS and just transform it into love and an opportunity for forgiveness. And so nothing more beautiful than that. Um, Ilya, what do you have going on, my brother? Well, uh, I am currently still very, very actively uh, working on the Great Gathering Project. Uh, with Miriam Delicato and many others, um, and you can uh, visit um, the website, which isn't up yet. However, we do have some information on thegreatgathering.org, and we're also working on the Great Gathering radio show. Uh, we're developing it as we speak, and that will be done very, very soon. Uh, so please do visit the Great Gathering. Um, and uh, that's what's uh, really going on here uh, on this side of the coast. I love it, Ilya. I love how you're out there um, anchoring such wonderful energy on the East Coast, and your work with Miriam um, and this project is incredibly exciting, and just just keep it up. Keep it up. It is, you know, I'm, I'm so thrilled to be surrounded by people that have step into their passion, fully own who they are, who they are becoming, and, and at all costs and in any way that, 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 that we can, we are out there doing what we came here to do, and it excites me to no end. So, Ilya, thank you so much. Um, Jana, Shiloh, thank you so much. Uh, for everything that you're doing for for the collective, but um, just a little side note here, specifically, you know, <laughs> the, what what you have assisted creating in my own life. Um, I thank you and I honor you and and so much gratitude and respect. And um, to our listeners, um, without you, um, we'd just all be talking to each other here. And so <laughs> I I thank you Dr. for. Dream. Yes. Dr. Dream, don't forget to use the white buffalo when you're out at Burning Man for some of your ceremonies. My love, it is already packed. <laughs> <laughs> and so it is with the deepest gratitude and so much love that it can't, I can't, if I wanted to, I couldn't stop it from radiating from my entire body out to the universe that I thank you and love you and just want you to know that I couldn't have a concept of being with greater beings on this planet at this time. Thank you all so much, and have a wonderful evening. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Blessings. Good night.